Hello, my tipsy Ticonderogas. This is your high as a kite Ho Chi Minh host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his Plastered Paris podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Let me shout out all the Donation Drive supporters who might have been expecting something from me this month. I'm way behind, as you can tell, because it's about to become August, and I haven't yet finished May's shows. But the shows I owe will happen. Enjoy the anticipation. The mangoes will be behind us sooner than we want. Well, sooner than you want. And if I owe you a book, you one person, you, who knows I'm talking directly to you, I haven't sent it only because you haven't given me an address. It doesn't even have to be your address in case you're afraid of me showing up at your house or something. While we're on that topic, doesn't anyone leave their blinds open at night anymore? Today's story is all about how one person can change the world. For the worse. If you're still trying to entice your cat to get it on with your box turtle, at least you're encouraging biodiversity. Biodiversity by Matthew Sanborn Smith. When Lainey got out of high school, she looked around at the careers available to her and decided none of them would do. She would make her way in the world on her own terms and decided to start immediately. It didn't bother her that she was supposed to go back to high school the next morning and for quite a few mornings after that. Lainey had always had a passion for biology and so became a marine biologist. No one would hire her because she had no degree or training or sanity or high school diploma, so she became her own boss. She didn't need all that stuff to be a marine biologist. All she needed to do was study naked marines all day. She didn't make a lot of money doing it, except from that one guy, but it was the most fulfilling work she could have hoped for. If only it could have lasted. Being her own boss caused a lot of unforeseen problems. The big issue from the get-go was that because she was a workforce of one, she was automatically unionized, which infuriated her boss. She was always demanding that she watch marines faster and insisted on more overtime hours. When she took vacation time, she bullied herself into more undertime hours. It all fell apart when she sexually harassed herself in the supply closet. Lainey quit immediately. The Marines were aghast and had to throw out six new packs of post-it notes. When casting about for what to do next, Lainey found herself constantly answering questions about how she was able to become a biologist so quickly and easily. Most of those questions were from lawyers and boards of ethics and stuff like that, but it reminded her that she had done something special and she could teach others to do it too. Lainey opened a university to train a diverse group of biologists. She called it the Biodiversity. Brace yourself, folks. Lainey and her faculty taught thousands of students all they needed to know to become unproductive members of society. They trained some to become entomologists, which in Laney's world meant they studied Ents, which just meant they read and watched the same parts of The Lord of the Rings over and over. They produced cetologists who studied seats. They taught the nation's future ichthyologists how to study icky things. Strangely, the only ones who didn't wash out of that program were five-year-old boys. Her mycologist studied Mike, and he was really happy to finally be getting so much attention. Laney's plain old biologist read biographies every day. Her botanist studied robots. Her ornithologist studied horny people with cockney accents. Their school of immunology turned out folks who studied Communes, which were one-person communes, basically just one lonely guy growing bean sprouts in a window box. The most amazing part of her university is that she got so many people to go along with her and not only teach there, but attend. The powers that be tried to shut her down. Then they tried to shut her up. They never discovered that Lainey could only be shut sideways. And a few years after her first graduates went out into the world, amazing discoveries were made about things like seats and sex-starved cockneys. After years of struggle, Lainey finally got the respect she may or may not have deserved. As the decades wore on, Lainey discovered the reason that old people shrink is because they deflate as their hopes and dreams leak out. That's also why they seem so gassy. She became her own test subject and shrank at an alarming rate. Lainey had become a microbiologist. <laughs> 
If this story caught the gist of your bile, you can swab it and other saliva-covered decks at the URL of the mutated selbywertheherrymango.com. Weep unconsolably in the comments for this post, or Victor email me, and we'll enjoy each other's wartime garden salads at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or get all Dr. Frankenstein-y at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we're thinking about smooth heads, the SF and SF signal stands for stiffy follicles, our method of battling baldness for both men and women by transplanting sufferers' pubic hair to the tops of their heads. Not only do you get a healthy tuft of curly hair up top, you get a porn star sleekness down below. We're changing lives in multiple ways. Just try not to mention the fact that everybody looks like old William Shatner. Tweet to everyone you meet that if only they had given you their Twitter address, they could be reading what you're writing to them at this moment. While you're at it, tell them to follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. That'll be as effective as any of the other marketing I've done. Don't think of bewaretheherrymango.tumblr.com as being neglected most days of the week. Think of it as leftovers of everything else in my life. In that sense, it's just like cold pizza. And who doesn't like that? You just think you don't. Stop being a slave to the pizza heat lobby. Get more mango by hitting the get the mango button on the homepage. For four bucks a month, you get two more episodes of the mango each month, plus the nearly 40 episodes that are already up there. Or if you want to give me money for just being swell old me, click on the donate button and test the limits of how much love money can't buy me. Imagine all the love Paul McCartney can't buy. I wish I couldn't buy that much love. This podcast gets that pukey taste in the back of its throat while getting a delightful berry taste in the front of its throat, which only confuses it until it goes to see an ear, nose, and throat doctor, which turns out to be a floating disembodied ear, nose, and throat. Look Looking like the world's most terrifying Muppet, but at least it can score an unlimited prescription of Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international licenses. Until your teen spirit begins to smell like ripe, earthy body odor, this will ride off into the sunset and run from Matthew Sanborn Smith's rising moon to tell you there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. In that way, at least, the sea and I are exactly alike. Good night. <laughs>